What's up? Welcome back to the podcast. Today I have Chad Christensen, the founder of In the Gap and an in-person summer missionary program for teens. Chad is joining us today to talk about teenagers serving Jesus and what that practically looks like in our normal lives. So if you just want to serve God with your life, even as a young person, but you don't know where to start, then this episode is for you. I'm Shaney and this is the She Lives It podcast. All right, so today I have Chad Christensen on the podcast from In The Gap, and I was super excited to have him on because I actually went to In The Gap this summer, and it was a really incredible experience, and I just wanted to have him on to talk a little bit about ministry and specifically teens getting involved in ministry. So Chad, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Shaney. It's so great to be with you and all your listeners today. Yes. Well, we're so happy to have you on. So for everybody who doesn't know anything about you or In the Gap, would you mind just giving us a quick little rundown of all of that? Absolutely. Well, I live in Oklahoma City with my wife and we have seven beautiful daughters. Um, And so we we enjoy a lot of fun family stuff. Uh, Personally, I enjoy Mm -hmm. being outdoors a lot with hiking and biking, uh, anything kind of outdoors. Um, And our family kind of loves the same stuff. Within the Gap, we started that about 12 years ago with the goal of helping equip and mobilize young adults um, to Mm -hmm. be several things. One, to be positive leaders who model integrity and passionately love Jesus. Um, You know, Jesus is Mm -hmm. so amazing. And to be able to follow him, walk with him Mm -hmm. is such a cool thing. But then also our goal is to help equip and mobilize them to teach children specifically um, about Jesus and about his ways. And so that's kind of the the Mm -hmm. crux of In the Gap of what we're about uh, I know that the program you participated in was called Operation Impact, and Operation mm-hmm. Impact is basically a, a place for young adults to come, receive training in how to share the gospel, and then actually go mm-hmm. out and do it. And so we partner with local churches here in the Oklahoma City area, and uh, we, we have a one-week set of Bible clubs where students can go out or teens can go out and minister in that way. And so it's just a mm-hmm. kind of a neat way for for uh, training and hands-on experience to kind of collide and also make an impact for eternity. So it's a little bit of what we do here at In the Gap. And um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Wow, that is so cool. Yes. And I know personally that going to Operation Impact, you just go there and you get training, but then you actually get to put it into practice. And it seems like, at least from my experience, that that's kind of rare to get the training and the um, hands-on experience at the same time. And so I really appreciated that. Um, But what actually motivated you to start something like Operation Impact? What was kind of the thought behind that? And how long has it been going? I I don't remember. Yeah, it's been going probably... Uh, at least probably six years. Uh, COVID kind of messed up the time frame a little bit, but I think it's about six years, maybe seven. Um, and what motivated it was two things. One, <clears throat> we're looking for a way that could help young people in the summer make a difference for eternity. And so mm-hmm. uh, we'd had kind of a year-long program and stuff during the school year, but that really was it was going to meet a niche we felt uh, our need. And so we, we kind of coupled mm-hmm. it together and, and designed it in a way where we could still give... Um, solid training. Uh, and we, we have about four days of training, but then give a lot of hands-on experience because over my years of ex, uh, doing ministry with, with teens and, and just myself, I realized that there's a, there's a huge value point of, of mixing those two together because sometimes it'll be mm-hmm. easy just to jump into something, just, you know, serve and serve and serve without any training. And then the Definitely. flip side is true. Sometimes you can just sit and get all this training, but don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And so our yes, goal is how sure. do we help pull that together 
give enough mm-hmm. tools that people are you know confident enough to get out and try something uh, and then right have a lot of hands-on experience because that's the other thing too repetitive practice of what we learn it just helps us become more confident in that so mm-hmm. that's how we designed that and then looking at too the ministry at hand was there's was a lot of children just around the city who didn't have anything mm-hmm. to do and it was like this was a great way of reaching into their lives and helping share the love of Jesus with them and then through that help them get connected with the local church Wow, that is really neat. Yeah, so uh, something I noticed that's kind of unique about In the Gap and specifically Operation Impact is that you guys are mostly training teenagers, right? That's correct. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's very unusual. I know there's a lot of adults are kind of expected to do that sort of thing. They're the ones who are in a lot of ministry leadership positions, and they are like at most churches or ministries, it's run by adults. And so something kind of unique about you guys is that you are all about young people and specifically teens. And so I was just wondering um, how important do you think it is for teens to get involved in ministry? And do you think that we can even do that? Because some people seem to believe that you have to wait until you're an adult. I've actually heard somebody say that you have to wait until you're like 30 because they were saying that that's when Jesus started his earthly ministry or something. <laughs> and sure. so I guess I'm for all the listeners out there who are thinking, well, I'm just a teenager uh, or I'm 16, I'm 18, I'm not very old. Can God use me? And how can I be used? by God? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. And it's something is there's, there's different debate on that, but I'll, you know, just out of my experience, um, when I was young, I had somebody challenge me They're like, Chad, we think you should actually, it's my parents. One was a, a, a big catalyst, but they challenged me. They said, Chad, you know what, instead of kind of going the typical route of, you know, just being involved in youth group and stuff. And, and I was very involved in youth group, but they're like, we want to see you actually serve and invest in other people. And, you know, I think part of the reason why maybe people kind of look, look down on teens or, or say, well, you know, later is because we kind of have this consumer mentality of, hey, it's kind of about me, what makes me happy, fun things that I can do. And I'm all about having fun, right? I mean, it's super great, but mm-hmm. the key is to have fun with the purpose. And so I think right. people often write off teens just because the stereotypical is like, well, they're just, you know, they're just doing their thing. So I think it's a great mm-hmm. opportunity for young people to change that narrative and say, no, hey, I want to make a difference for eternity. And so mm-hmm. when I was younger, I had a chance to do that. I just I just started plugging in and um, uh, I, I started in my um, we had an Awana's group, which is like a Wednesday night thing for kids. And I just started in the preschool of all things. You know, here I'm a teen guy helping in the preschool and snacks <laughs> and all this stuff. They're like, realized, this is weird. <laughs> I know, right? But the more I got into it, I'm like, I love this. Like, this is so great to be able to invest mm-hmm. in them. And, and I'd listen to their little Bible verses and help them and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that really was a, a game changer for me where I started learning just to see the needs of other people. And, mm-hmm. and then through that, just end up getting plugged in in other ways around the church. And, and God just allowed some crazy, amazing things to happen just because I was willing to serve and willing to invest mm-hmm. in somebody else. And it wasn't about me. Um, all the way yes. to the point, I mean, I had a chance to travel the world and and minister in wow. countless countries around the world. In fact, I was thinking, trying to think before the show, and I actually don't remember how many countries I've been to. It's been, it's over 17. It's pretty crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, That's so cool. But, but I realized it was a whole thing, just stepping out in faith and saying, okay, God, I just, yes. I want my life mm-hmm. to count for eternity. A verse mm-hmm. I'll, I'll share, and I'm, I'm sure many of your listeners are familiar with this, but it's out of 1 Timothy 4. And it says, let no one despise your youth, 
but be an example to believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. And I think this is a great challenge for, for young people to rise to and say, hey, I want to be different. Like, I want to, I want to have my life count for eternity. And, you know, to answer your question specifically, absolutely, don't wait until you're 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Looking now, what is God placing around me? How can I serve those around me? And through that, I can now start being an example of what, what it is to follow Jesus and to be his hands and feet to others. Wow, that is so cool. And just what you said about stepping out in faith and just saying, God, I want to be used by you. I want to serve you. I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. I don't know if I'll even be good at it, but I'm willing to be used by you. And it's those people that God will use for his kingdom and for his purpose. One other thought real quick on that is that oftentimes Mm -hmm. when we step out, we won't feel like we're adequate for this. Oftentimes Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, I'm sure there's somebody else that can do it better. Yeah, there probably is. Yes. But you know what? Mm-hmm. If, if it's before us, we need to accept that as, hey, maybe this is a chance for me to grow my faith and allow God to show up in crazy cool ways and stop pushing it off as mm-hmm. an excuse. Well, somebody else will take care of it. It's, mm-hmm. it's a really great time to, to be able to partner with the Lord and allow him to work through us. Yes, and it grows your personal faith. It grows mm-hmm. uh, your relationship with other believers as you're walking towards this common goal of building and advancing the kingdom. And on top of that, you get to be impacting people for eternity. And I feel like it's just a win-win for everybody involved. There <laughs> is. It sure yes. is. So what about, is it even important for us to be involved in ministry? Because sometimes it's easy to think, well, I go to church. I'm a Christian. I, you know, I believe the Bible, I read the Bible, but I don't really feel like doing ministry. I don't feel like serving the Lord. Can you just do all those other things and not really ever get involved in serving him? Or is that actually a really big part of the Christian life? I think it's a really big part uh, because again, it's one thing to just be um, consuming information. You know, we go to church, we hear a good sermon, uh, we listen to a good podcast. We, you know, we have different things that input into our life. But if we don't actually let the love of Christ flow from us, it's almost like we become a stagnant pond, if you will. Uh, the difference mm-hmm. between a pond versus a river. Um, a pond, it just, again, it just absorbs and eventually it'll stink, right? <laughs> it's like how many times yeah, you, you run into people and their, their uh, Bible knowledge is amazing. And yet, what are they mm-hmm. doing for the kingdom of God? There's not much to show for it. Yes. Compared to mm-hmm. a river, what is a river? It, it, it receives and then it gives. It receives and it gives. And so I do really think it is important as believers to step out and to allow God to work in and through us, even when we're young and, and to mm-hmm. allow God, because mm-hmm. what, what we start doing then is it, it, what, again, it builds our faith. Like you were mentioning earlier, mm-hmm. it, it gives us actually, um, it pushes us out of our comfort zone to where we're doing yes, things that you know, really go like, Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, that's so crazy. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when people, they meet me now and they would never guess this, but when I, you know, years ago, I was super shy guy. Like I hated to talk in front of groups or people or whatever. Um, wow. That's hard to believe. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and what, what was it though? Part of that process of me just getting out and serving, it just kept pushing my mm-hmm. comfort zone, pushing my comfort zone until pretty soon, you know, I was doing things and I'm like, oh my, oh my goodness, you know, I, it scared me. And yet just every step of, of the way, God kept growing me mm-hmm. in my skills and ability. And so and then as, as a result, now we get to start seeing God show up. So we start seeing miracles happen. We start seeing answers to prayer. We start seeing other people's mm-hmm. lives change, mm-hmm. or we, we end up seeing, we, we receive the blessing of seeing somebody else get blessed. And that's the funny yes. thing. Like as we serve, we're giving to other people, but at the same time, mm-hmm. we're actually receiving a major blessing ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so absolutely, I do think it's so critical that, that people just start. They just start serving wherever God has them. You know, there's so many different ways. I mean, it could be, you know, plugging in at, again, children's ministry or serving in a church potluck or, um, mm-hmm. you know, being a door greeter, just a variety of ways. But what that does, it gets us out of ourselves, stops looking at us. And now I can start actually seeing other people. And you see when Jesus mm-hmm. went around, what did he do? You know, he was he was teaching and stuff, but why? He was moved with compassion. This is why he saw them. He saw them for their needs. He mm-hmm. wasn't upset himself. I mean, you know, many times he was exhausted. And yet what? He would mm-hmm. just continue whoever God brought across his path and, and he saw them. He would just, he would allow, you know, his father's love to flow through. And I feel that's the same opportunity we have to now mm-hmm. do this and be the hands mm-hmm. of this. I love that, that when we serve, that allows a place for God to show up in our lives. And I feel like we keep coming back to that through this whole conversation, that when we actually choose to step out in faith, we choose to go outside of our comfort zone, do the things we're terrified of doing, but we're doing it because we love Jesus and we want to show his compassion. We want to serve him to those around us. That actually allows God to show up and shine through us. And that's what makes an impact. That's really, really good. Wow, I literally had so much fun recording that conversation. Chad is such an easy person to talk to, and I walked away so encouraged, and I am trusting the rest of you will as well. Come back next week for part two of our conversation and more practical tips for teens to serve Jesus in ministry right now, wherever you are. As always, go ahead and give this podcast a follow, rate, review, share with your friends, all the things so we can get this out to so many other girls just like us. I am so grateful you're here. You guys are the best. And as always, go live it.